Well, it was the end of the gas crisis. It was we moved into the 80s and Ford was looking for new places to get into. After keeping themselves from going bankrupt, they wanted more. And just like as Henry Ford had originally done when he moved into the European marketplace, Ford was looking for new markets. Ford was looking to expand. They soon found themselves in South Korea. And they found themselves a tiny little company building military vehicles with an underutilized manufacturing facility which could help build themselves and Mazda products for the Korean and Chinese marketplace. That little company started in the 50s building bicycles and was slowly moving into the automotive world. Soon enough, that company would move on to its own, but still utilize that oval for their own logo. Yes, we're talking about Kia Motors, a company just like its corporate parent Hyundai, who was originally helped by the Ford Motor Company. Autoworks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to Autolux Podcast. I am your host, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself. Keep checking out all of our social feeds on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Like, share, or comment if you like this podcast or any of the previous ones. And if you're having trouble finding us, please check out iTunes, Spotify, Podbeam, Amazon Music, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and even over at YouTube. And if you're looking for all of the information inclusive of pictures showcasing stuff from this podcast head over to www.autolux.net for all of your information about upcoming new vehicles exterior design ratings and we have them all from big to small our corporate websites link page where you'll find every automotive corporation from around the globe and today we're taking a look at how ford influenced the korean marketplace yes ford if you didn't know it helped build the korean automotive manufacturing hub in the 60s when hyundai was moving into the automotive world ford was there licensing the ford cortina as their own product hyundai managed to move into the automotive production world and by the 80s again losing ground to hyundai and hyundai taking over manufacturing and product development themselves ford was pushed out they lost their way and they lost their help in the korean market and due to the oil crisis the embargoes and financial instability of the late 70s ford retracted from the korean marketplace but then again they found someone in 81 passenger cars was shut down due to the intervention of the military this forced industry consolidation was effectively shut down kia's plants kia lost the ability to produce passenger vehicles due to the small korean outbreak of war during the 80s now with that ford saw an opportunity they needed to build their ford and mazda products from which they were building new trucks and needed to get them out to the market. They needed a manufacturing site. By 1986, the military had shut down. Kia got its plants back and they wanted to produce cars. But being shut down and losing out on development for building their own products to the military, they needed some help. And in 1986, Ford walked out in the door and put some products on the table for Kia. From there, we get products like the Ford Aspire and the Ford Festiva, which were also Kia products. Yes, Kia products. Ford built Kias. They utilized their manufacturing abilities, their engineering, and the production to build Ford products for the Asian marketplace. Japan was a tough cookie to crack. 
and being as expensive as it was, and four, just managing to keep themselves from going bankrupt in the early 80s, this was not an option. China wasn't the behemoth it is today. It was a harder market to crack because of government intervention. They wanted to promote their own industries, but companies like FAW growing for new they couldn't get into that marketplace. And South Korea, downfall of the military production, Kia had its plants back, but had nothing to build. In steps four, they asked them, we could build you cars, we'll help get on your feet. And they did, like they did with their soon-to-be corporate parent Hyundai back in the 60s. Ford was added again. By 1992, with the help of Ford, Kia entered the North American marketplace. They came stateside. We weren't just getting the Festivas, we were getting the Kia products as well. Now, if everybody knows, it really wasn't until between 98 and 2002 when Kia really exploded in the North American marketplace with the Cephia, the Rio, the Sportage. From before there, they didn't have much. But you also have to remember, in 1992, Hyundai was moving into the first generation of the Elantras, moving away from their Excel products. And they did this without the help of Ford. But Kia was utilizing their help from Ford and production partners. The building vehicles for Ford meant their own products would be the exact same as what they had. Exact same. Which was inclusive of the logo. Kia, knowing that they could save money by creating their own oval logo, utilized the blue oval and turned it red. Even utilizing a similar font to Ford, Kia's original logo was a variation of the Ford Motor Company's famous blue oval logo. This had once been seen before when Hyundai entered the North American marketplace and utilized a stylistic H similar to that of Honda Motor Corporation, building their products so that from far away you might think it's something else. Kia utilized that same mentality when they brought their products here. But since Ford manufactured it and Ford owned it, they didn't care. It was their help into the Asian marketplace and now they were helping the Asian marketplace come to the North American marketplace. They were making money on both ends. So really, if the oval was similar, it didn't bother them. As long as Kia kept their head down and built the same products that Ford was selling, Ford could still have the upper hand. But after the Asian financial crisis of 1997, Kia fell on hard times. And considering the fact that they were only partners with Ford Motor Company to manufacture products within the Asian marketplace, Kia was up for sale. And with that, their homegrown competition from Hyundai Motor Corporation snapped them up. This was not without a fight from Ford Motor Company. Yes, Ford was trying to acquire Kia. Gotta remember, this is the 90s. This is also at a time when Ford owned their premier automotive group. They owned Volvo, they owned Jaguar, they owned Land Rover, they owned Aston Martin. Hell, they had Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury still in their stable. They wanted an Asian counterpart. And Mazda, with only being a 33% shareholder, they didn't have enough of that to fully operate them. They wanted to fully own a subsidiary in the Asian marketplace. And with GM snapping up Daewoo underneath them, Ford wanted one. They wanted somebody to keep the Asian market because they knew China was growing. They knew China would be big and they would soon in the next century become the automotive behemoth that they are now. For knowing this, wanted Kia. But unfortunately, Hyundai was quick. And being that Hyundai is a homegrown corporation, the government backed a homegrown takeover than a North American takeover. Kind of similar to the deal that Ferrari lost out in the 70s when Fiat snapped up Ferrari from underneath Ford. So it wasn't the first time Ford was taken to the cleaners by a homegrown corporation. This time, it had to be Hyundai. 
there. But now Hyundai owned them. The Blue Oval didn't own them. Before knowing this, realized their mistake. They now realize that they helped again build the corporation that bought out the corporation that they required to enter the Asian marketplace. Ford in the 60s helped build Hyundai into what it is now to get a foothold into the Asian marketplace. Losing out when the financial crisis, the oil embargo, and bankruptcy almost put them out. They retracted from marketplaces, similar to what General Motors is doing right now. Retracted from the Australian marketplace. Retracting from some of the European marketplaces, similar to Nissan. Financial crisis is bringing them down, so they're retract. Ford did this, and when they retracted, Hyundai grew. Well, now Kia has grown. Without getting them, Ford knew they were lost. And they knew they would never be able to win their battle against the red oval logo, even though it was the exact same as theirs. Kia, as smart as they were, changed the font very quickly. Their font, now being what it is today, was changed. And that logo was just an oval, similar to how Hyundai italicized their H and slapped it in an oval to keep Honda from coming after them with their tapered bottom Hyundai logo that they originally had in the 80s. You have to remember, the Asian automotive groups all learned from each other, where it took Japan decades to learn its manufacturing processes and how quality is king in beating the world market. The Koreans learned that. Look at how fast they've grown. Toyota entered the North American marketplace in the 60s, and it wasn't until the late 80s that it had blown up to the point that it was slowly taking out General Motors. And really, it wasn't until the 90s that they were seen as a main competitor to the General themselves. Hyundai entered our market in the 80s, and by the late 90s, they were catching up. And by the early 2000s, Hyundai was in the same playing field as Toyota. They had done it a decade quicker. Kia, knowing this, started in 92. By 2002, they had products like the Rio, the Cephia, and the Sportage underneath their belt, helping get economy people into their showroom. Similar to what Hyundai did with the Excel and Pony. And with the backing of Ford originally to help push the Festiva and Aspire models through the Kia brand, they helped themselves grow. They did the same thing Hyundai did. They turned around all those economy cars and utilized that profit to put it back into engineering to make better products for the future and they keep bettering themselves and bettering themselves they've now gotten to a point where they've bested themselves and they don't seem to be, want to grow past their quality control or make their dealers any better than they really are since they are pretty crap similar to hyundai now, hyundai when they bought them out also gave them free will if you ever look at hyundai hyundai and kia aren't sold at the same dealerships they have a lot of products that are similar to each other sort of like the differentiation between buick oldsmobile and pontiac was in the 80s and even into the 90s. They were basically the same product. Well, Hyundai and Kia kind of do that. Kia differentiates itself with the Stinger and in Asian marketplaces, the Mojave for their body-on-frame truck. Hyundai's differentiation from Kia is only based off of quality and in some cases, quantity because they do have more products within their lineup than Kia does. But this is about Ford and how Ford lost out. Now, Ford was pissed when Hyundai bought them because it wasn't just the government that backed the takeover. It was Kia's shareholders that backed it because Hyundai didn't want to buy them outright and own them. That's why they are still seen as two separate entities from each other because they opted for an alliance, not an ownership. This helped keep Hyundai on top and ensured that Kia could operate under its own free will, something that Ford wasn't going to let them do. Now, Ford was going to just allow them to manufacture the products similar to what General Motors did with Daewoo. General Motors essentially just took over Daewoo for the manufacturing sites and eventually just turned it into GM of Korea. Find a Daewoo 
Daewoo product in Korea now. They don't exist. It's General Motors. This is similar to what could have happened to Kia had Ford gotten a hold of them. Kia may soon have become Ford of Korea. Or today our Stinger, Borrego, or even the Sorento could have been our Taurus SHO or Expedition in our Explorer. So did Ford help influence them? Yes, they did. They brought their manufacturing capabilities to the Asian marketplace. They brought their Blue Oval logo and they helped build the dealer network that Kia so greatly needed in the North American marketplace. So Ford again had one of those dough moments and they smacked themselves in the head and essentially created themselves competition within the North American marketplace, not realizing that homegrown always wins over money because not every country in the world is as greedy as the other. And the Koreans like to keep things in their own backyard. They don't want to sell out. If there's a partner within their backyard that's willing to purchase them outright compared to a North American one, their country will be more inviting to the homegrown solution. And that is what they did. This kept Ford from getting their foothold within the Korean marketplace. And today, Ford and Kia no longer have a marriage, no longer have an alliance. Similar to what Ford has with Mazda. They've given up on the Japanese marketplace, they've walked away from the Korean marketplace, and then just jumped right in to bed with many manufacturers within the Chinese marketplace, knowing that China is bigger than both Japan and Korea combined. The help from Kia that Ford could have had, had they've gotten them, would have helped get them into the Chinese marketplace a lot easier than having to team up with somebody. But again, but Hyundai have ever allowed. So in the end, when you take a look at it, Ford helped breed two competitors against them. They helped build Hyundai into what it is today, and they helped build Kia into what it is today. Poor Ford unfortunately lost the day because they never acquired the manufacturing facilities they required in the South Korean marketplace, which would have helped them get more of a foothold within the Korean and Japanese marketplace. So today, Ford has taken two to the chest as they've lost out on both Hyundai and Kia and giving birth to the Kia logo. So all around, when you take a look at it, Ford essentially created its own competition. Yes, they have created divisions that somewhat compete against each other, where Mercury was starting to step on the toes of Lincoln and both Ford right before its demise. They couldn't find a way to make it fit within the product range. It wasn't like we're the 50s where you got to a certain price point and you could just switch brands. Today is not like that, because you can have a $70,000 Kia, which doesn't have to take on a Genesis nameplate. You can have a $100,000 General Motors truck and not have to put a Cadillac logo on it. The marketplace has changed. Ford does know that. But with the help of Kia and Hyundai, they could have been so much more within the Asian marketplace. So unfortunately for them, they help breed competition, which is now dominating in two markets that they would love to be in. And from that, we have to ask Ford, please don't build another competitor because we don't need more competition within your market. So from all of us on Autolux, please stay tuned to all of our feeds from iTunes to Google Play, Amazon Music to YouTube to Spotify and our host site Podbean. And we'd like you to share, like, or comment through our social feeds on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn and occasionally hit us up on Pinterest for some auto art. And if you're looking for corporate websites from around the world, big or small, hit them up on www.autolux.net for all your automotive information needs. And from autolux.net, we'd like to ask you to strap yourself in for one fun wild ride that Ford has created for themselves.